Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and I watched Dolomite with my mother-in-law over Christmas. I'm Ben, and I almost got COVID for my mom on Christmas. Whoa, yikes, really? Yeah, but I've already had it twice, so I don't, I just think I was like, fine. I didn't get it. Okay, so now at this point, you're just it's daring, all good. daring to ask it again. Yeah. Just asking to get it again. That's all right. Uh, what is that? Super immunity? Yep. Bring on the super immunity. I need some super immunity. Welcome back to your favorite coaster sucks. Holy shit, we're fucking back. It's been it's, forever. Uh, yeah, my laptop was still like on standby since the last time we recorded. Man, don't let Sony hear that. It is a Sony. That's hilarious because I just picked a random brand. Yeah, it's a Sony Vio from 2010. So surely having it on for fucking one month straight is going to be good for it. Yeah. It's still going though. I mean, this thing, like, hard. It's hard to die. I've, like, beaten it. Like, every time I've, like, moved or dropped it or spilled water on it I'm like alright it's time for a new one but it still works well that's good to hear that is a quality built machine apparently still running Windows XP I assume uh no so actually this summer I updated it to Windows 10 wow yeah so for the I'm first really like impressed. 85 episodes I'm really f- impressed that you were able to get a 2010 Sony Vio to run fucking Windows 10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was well, it was one of those things where like it asked me every day I've used this machine since we've pretty much since we've started recording and then finally it was just like no like you cannot skip like your win- your machine is updating whether you like it or not and then it was like useless for four hours or whatever and it's fine hey man the fact it's still working <clears throat> at this point you you know you could just go to Costco and get a laptop <laughs> yeah but we'll see this is still better we'll than talk using offline about it. <laughs> I, uh, actually, I was using my work. I was using my, uh, Deloitte laptop for recordings. Actually. Now that I think about it for a while, but well, at least we got a show running here, you know? Um, <clears throat> and it's great to be back. I miss doing this. Although it was nice to have a break. Yeah, same. We haven't taken a long break for a long while. 
feel like winter is a good break time just because there's not much going on. Yeah, and now we got a bunch of shit to catch up on, too. We left off on doing commentary on those uh, Great America videos. Well, I mean, and since you brought up Great America, I'll take a chance right now, or chance, I'll take the opportunity right now to remind everyone we're going to have a Great America meetup in June. Six Flags Great America. Now it's at the point where it's actually close. Right, I know. We're, um, you know, five months away, a little bit less. So um, that is June... I want to say 15th, but give me a second. Uh, That is going to be June 16th through the 18th. 16 through the 18th. And we will also be... There was some chatter about this on our Discord. I wanted to answer this uh, because there were some questions. Yes, we are still having a Northern California, California's Great America meetup. The dates for that are September 15th through the 17th. So a couple months apart, we're doing two meetups this year. Um, Our meetup in Northern California, barring some whatever, uh, should have Ride This One participating and co-hosting. But, um, you know, regardless, you know, Ben and I are going to be throwing a meetup at each great America this year. So come hang That's out. That's all of them. That's damn right. Every great America that there is, we're going to be having a meetup at. And pretty soon that'll just be one. <laughs> damn. Q, Q James Hetfield, sad but true. <coughs> But no, um, yeah, it's good. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to steamroll you real quick. I just wanted to say that we got brought up on our discord. If that was still happening, it is still happening. There's two meetups this year. Try to make it to both. You'll get a sticker. If you do, I didn't, we don't really have stickers. I was just, we'll make sure you get a special prize. If you come to both, we'll know if you're there. Um, the one at Six Flags Great uh, America, we're doing our live podcast at the Belvedere Cinema as well. So make sure you come out for that. Yeah, the um, and I guess we'll look into possibly Mount Olympus as well. If people That's are on interested. The table. I think that'd be pretty fun, too. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's on the table, certainly. Um, That's going to depend on, I think, who shows up, what the interest level is. You know, we're on host duty, so I I uh, uh, prefer the democratic approach to things. If it's a group consensus, then I say we do it. Or, you know what, we could split up if that's needed, too. Our meetups are pretty open, is what I'm trying to say. Um, the last one in November, when we were all on the 
strip in uh, <clears throat> fucking Pigeon Forge, we ended up splitting up a bit. And then everybody got back together at night for the fucking party, and it was great. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Ben, we've been gone for a month. It feels like it's been about a month. It's been a little longer, actually. Probably about five weeks. Yeah. So, but why don't we go ahead? You first. Let's catch everybody uh, up with what we've been doing. Uh, so, I did a little Christmas road trip where uh, we drove to Amarillo which is the closest I'll probably ever be to the National Roller Coaster Museum. It's only 45 minutes away, but because they're not open to the public, um, did not go. Did you tell them you were with your favorite coaster sucks? No, I didn't even try to contact. I I was just kind of pessimistic about it. I'm like, they're not going to fucking... Either either it's you take the angle of from your favorite coaster sucks and possibly get a no or you're just a nobody and possibly get a no. So I, I didn't even try. Um, well, you could tell them you're from your favorite coaster sucks and definitely get a no. Or you could just say you're some asshole and definitely get a no. Yeah. <laughs> There wasn't, I did have an itch to just like drive past it and take a picture of the outside. Um, but an hour and a half of driving though, is kind of a little excessive for that being that I it's, really, it's just a shed, you know, it's, I really wonder if it's got like a sign on it though. Um, it's probably like a, it's probably like a really small sign just right, right like above the door. It's like a I piece would, of, it's a piece of paper with a Sharpie. Just as like museum. I want to see if there's like a exit sign on the highway. <laughs> Doubt it. Ace ain't paying for that. Or if they would actually, they would raise the money to buy a sign for the highway, but just like not tell anybody how much it actually costs. They're like, we need $50,000 raised for a highway sign. It costs ten thousand dollars. Yes, but we need fifty. Um, so it was, um, you know, my uh, boyfriend and I. So we had two dogs with us, and then we drove from Amarillo to Branson, past Frontier City. Um, Did you which stop? Was obviously- no, it was closed, obviously. <laughs> but I was like, look, there's roller coasters. And I'm like, that's a Schwarzkopf. And he's just like, okay. <laughs> um, and then we, yeah, we went, we went, got the Branson and I, I was expecting more Christmas shit in Branson, but, um, they have that little downtown area that's got, Christmas lights and stuff. But for the most part, Branson is just kind of the same over Christmas. Um, Did you do some praying or 
country music in? Yeah, so we did try to pray the gay away once when we were there. Considered about considered converting um, to Christianity. Um, didn't work though. And then uh, we ate at this really odd place called like some something someone. It's like something's treehouse or crazy Ike's treehouse or some shit. Um, and you walk in and they're like, welcome to crazy Ike's. And then it's like, they give you a shot and they're like, yeah, everybody gets a shot. Or it's like if first time, first timers get a free shot or something like that. Um, I don't know. Bizarre. Um, we stayed at this, we stayed at this giant resort, like Chateau on the Hill or Chateau on the Lake or some shit. Um, which is pretty close to the park. Was and, it luxurious? Uh, not really. Like maybe for Branson, but they have a, <laughs> but they have a $160 resort fee, which we were talking about earlier. So of course, when you look it up on Priceline, it's like the cheapest hotel. 30 bucks then, a night. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then they tack on the resort fee like right as you're checking out. Um, but then yeah, we got to go to Silver Dollar City during the day. It was fine. Got to meet up with Slater. Um, he grabbed me from the hotel. Um, and then got on all the rides. Got on Time Traveler, Outlaw Run, Wildfire, Powder Keg. Um, whatever they call Fire in the Hole, Blazing Fury. I or think that's mixing? a Hollywood. Oh, right, right, right. Backwards, other way around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we got a trimless ride on the mine train. Oh, which nice. Was actually really fun. Like, um, because I've I've ridden it before, but um, you know that that like double helix with the tunnel. Yeah. Yeah, that helix trimless is crazy. Um, so that was pretty fun. Dude, I bet like it seems like that whole ride is downhill somehow except for the lift hill. Yeah. Um, Christmas lights are fun, I guess, you know, standard affair. Um, the temperature though, like, so I thought the rides open at a certain temperature and they'll stay open, but they were pretty strict about temperatures. So, um, we got on everything, which we're basically going for re rides. Um, we were in line for powder keg and then it went down cause it hit 42 and then we were in line for, um, what was it? Oh yeah. Time traveler. And then it went down. So they're pretty strict about like the temperature, but, um, we got a night ride on outlaw run and in, in the fucking cold, which is great. Um, yeah, that's a fun park. Like, I don't know. I wish it was more accessible because I'd, I'd like to go there more often. But the uh, their holiday event is pretty good. Wasn't too crowded. Okay. Yeah, I've been curious about that. Then um, drove up to Wisconsin. Somehow missed the giant snowstorm. I don't know how the fuck. Like, we we like just missed it going to Wisconsin and then we just missed it. Like it just 
ended when we left. Um, but what was crazy. So we got to Wisconsin. It was like five below 18 inches of snow. Jeez. Um, both my parents got COVID. Um, oh right. My God. When, like the day before we got there. Um, so then we decided to get an Airbnb in Milwaukee. Um, but on our, on our drive back though, like we probably passed like hundreds of cars and semis in the ditch that they just abandoned. Um, the storm was so bad. Jeez. I don't know how the fuck we missed. Like we missed it both ways. And I have no idea. Cause I wasn't even paying attention to the weather. It was like, Oh shit, there's a snowstorm. And then we get to Wisconsin and we're looking on the, on the news and it's like, you know, thousands of cars stranded and spun out and like flights are delayed and all that shit. So that's crazy, man. Well, glad you made it safely. Oh, the worst part. So we get back to Denver at like four in the morning because we drove straight from Wisconsin back and, uh, one of the dogs got skunked in my backyard Oh God. Like, so, so we do this like giant drive, fucking exhausted, just trying to go to bed. And then dog gets skunked. And it's one of those things like when it happens, it's like, okay, this is like a four hour ordeal. <laughs> like this isn't like we're not sleeping. So that sucked. Oh man. Yeah. Can't isn't there some kind of repellent you can get for the skunks? There is, but I mean, skunks are like, they're like trash raccoons. They'll, they don't give a shit. So I gotta, I, I basically just gotta fix the fence. So. Okay. Because I was going to say, I know your dog got skunked before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I killed it. I killed the skunk and uh, I thought it was fine because the skunk was living under the shed. So I killed it. I'm like, okay, it should be good now. Um, but one came from the alley. There's like a whole pack of them in the neighborhood. Oh so man. I always hear, I always hear my neighbor outside with a paintball gun, like blasting something on his roof. <laughs> so that I got so fucking Colorado. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta figure something out. Well, uh, sounds like you had a pretty good trip. Yeah, it was a good trip. Um, classic road trip with no real issues. So that's good to hear. And then, uh, you went to Mexico, right? Yeah. This past weekend went to, uh, Cabo, um, which is a good time and did a lot of things I normally wouldn't have done on my own, but when you have somebody helping you out, it's makes it a little easier. Um, so we stayed on like, a one of those like classic boutique hotel kind of places, um, where there's something you would see in like an influencer Instagrammer photo. Um, Oh, y'all doing some bougie shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like it was all inclusive. So you could just like order drinks at the pool and stuff. And uh did some beach time, had some some oysters, 
some good seafood, lots of drinks. And uh, then we had like a private yacht rental. So we got to go out on the water and snorkel and somebody made us uh, fajitas and daiquiris um, while we were on the boat. So yeah, it was it was a good time. It's not I've never done anything like that before. But when I was when I was on the yacht though, I had a like a kind of a epiphany. I was like, imagine those you know like those billionaires, like a like a like a Jeffrey Epstein or a Bill Clinton or Bill Clinton maybe Bill Clinton. Um, <laughs> and uh, who am I thinking of? The Microsoft guy, Bill Gates. Like I was like. Once you own a yacht and you're out on the water every day and you have nothing to worry about, the pipeline of yacht ownership to like human trafficking is very short. I was like, because if you have a yacht and that's your life, you're kind of like, what else do I have to do? I'm bored. I need a thrill. I can do whatever the fuck I want. So, yeah, dude, there's a lot of like, you could tell there's just a lot of like fucking big ass yachts of rich ass people out there in the water. Well, that got extremely dark quickly. And also let's make sure Ben doesn't get yacht money. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going to do that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you would just like the pipeline from yacht ownership to human trafficking. <laughs> Can we play the tape back? <laughs> I'm just saying you're a billionaire. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can you're you're doing coke on a yacht. You're like, what's next? What's next? Like, I can get away with anything. I don't think I mean, I don't think you have to be a billionaire to do coke on a yacht. No, but I'm saying if you're a billion like, but my, my point is is like, okay, for like us peasants, right? Like being on a yacht for a few hours is like a luxury. Right. But if you're that rich and that and that's just your life, right. You're like, I'm just going to buy a yacht with my pocket change, you know, <clears throat> and uh, you're all drugged up. I don't know. You're doing some shady business deals. You're in Mexico. I'm just saying, I, I see how it happens. Like, I see how that industry happens and why those people get involved because those people are probably just bored. I mean, maybe. And very, and a very. I mean, I'm saying this from a very unfortunate point of view. It's just, yeah, dude, rich people have like nothing to worry about. Well, must be fucking nice. Just start your own Amazon. It's that easy. All you need is a garage, an idea. And like $10 million from your parents. It's easy. Some property in Northern California. Yep. Well, it sounds like you had a hell of a break. Yeah, it was a good, a good time. Um, it's kind of it. What, uh, there is one other thing we did recently. I can't remember. The break is kind of a blur. Anyway, what about you? What about your break? 
Oh man, it was fucking awesome. We went out to Vegas and we just by happenstance, our flight from Chicago to Vegas was the day before that giant snowstorm. So we left that night and the snow, we knew the snow was coming in that next morning. Oh shit. Yeah. It's like perfect timing. We checked in and United wanted us. They're like, Oh, you know, you could change to a flight tomorrow, but it was no price difference. It wasn't like we got any kind of refund. It was like, Nope. Yeah. So we made it out there. Stayed a night at uh, Harrah's, just one night, which is pretty good. Enjoyed Harrah's. Have you been to Harrah's before? I've like walked through it, but never stayed there. Yeah, it was nice. It was um, our room had a view of the high roller Ferris wheel. Nice. Gaming floor was all right. A little small, but not bad. Then we stayed at Mirage. Um, we were we, we were scheduled to only stay at Mirage for like two days, but we extended it because uh, Rianne's mom had like a sore throat. We were going to stay with her, but we were like, uh, she's got she might have COVID and we got COVID back in September. So I was like, nah, let's not mess with that. Yeah. I'm like, we'll just stay in the hotel for a few extra days. Um, so we saw Adele. That was fucking amazing. That was an incredible show. Amazing production. Sound was fantastic. Venue was nice. Just uh, all around. Great show. Um, my only, my only minor gripe with the Adele show. She did not play Chasing Pavements. Is that a? Is Song that one first. of her? It's what? It's um from nineteen, like her first album. Okay. So, but. You know, can't complain too much. We got those tickets at face value when they first went on sale. And face value first on sale is not what they were charging at the box office, mind you. Because um, they were charging like 230 a ticket for the seats we are in. And we were like the very last row. Oh, shit. We, we paid less than half of that. Probably about nice. half with the fees per ticket. Nice. Which is fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Um, so we stayed at Mirage. It had just been taken over by Hard Rock, the ownership. So that was a little clunky. But we did get a um, $100 F&B credit, which is nice. Um, and because of the stay and a little bit of play that got registered there... Uh, got a $60 <coughs> credit for Hard Rock when we were dining later on on the trip, which is cool. Um, so then we went to California. 
we stopped at Prim on the way to go to Buffalo Bills. And that's when I got to go check out Desperado. Yeah, now, I saw the pictures. That's so it's reopening in March. <laughs> I'm not putting a whole lot of stock into that. And I'll tell you why. Not just um because of what I showed in those pictures, which I'll get into a little bit, but um I also pretty much bought them out of stock of what they had left of Desperado merchandise, which by the way, uh we got shirts. And they are going to our patrons. So we'll be arranging that shortly. Some prizes for the patrons. Um, if you want to be eligible, go on to patreon.com slash your favorite coaster sucks. Sign up just at starting at just $1 a month. We're going to put the names in the randomizer and pull one out. So everybody is equally eligible. No matter your donation amount. What, uh, what are the, are the Desperado shirts? Are they good? What do they look like? They are really cool designs. Only problem with them is they only had a size small. <laughs> so we only have size small shirts to give away, but it's a shirt. It can be used to, um, well, back patch, right? Or, you know, it's like a navy blue. You could probably put it onto like a sweatshirt. Yeah. Or if you're a small person, if you wear a size small. <laughs> You know, or you could frame it. I don't know. There's a lot of options. Point is, yes, we pretty much bought them out of stock of merchandise. Now, we didn't do that immediately. We made two trips there. The first one, when I posted that picture, we bought a couple things, including those shirts. Then when we were coming back from California, we made a second stop. That's when I bought out the rest of the merchandise, basically. So... um I talked to an employee in the gift shop there when I was buying the merchandise and they made it seem like basically what's going on is that the, the owners of Buffalo bills either are unwilling or unable to hire mechanics to get the ride to be able to pass state inspection I mean, I so, guess it makes sense. You probably need, I'm just thinking about it from a cost perspective. Like they probably have like at least seven full-time people just for that ride. I'm sure it requires at least like two mechanics full-time at a bare minimum. And then like four part-time operators and one full-time like operations manager so yeah you're right probably about seven people but also um, you know the budget of maintenance itself which no matter how you price the ride now um, our buddy Brandon who's from Vegas speculated that it has to do you know there's that safety tag on the um, panel 
that says the ride has been deemed unsafe by the state. Mm-hmm. And Brandon speculated that they just don't have the money to clear that up with the state. Cause who knows what kind of paperwork needs to be filed and what fees are associated with that. Right. Cause the big thing to remember is that like really it's twofold. One is that, um, Buffalo bills just reopened on December 23rd. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty recent. I guess the opening that ride is probably not a priority. I don't think so. So it's the, not, it's not, and it's not the end of times for the ride necessarily. It's, I mean, it's likely, but it's probably not well, even in, on the table for at least until they get caught up from COVID. I'll tell you a couple things on the plus side. Now, um, <coughs> I'm, I was able to, <coughs> make my way up to the loading platform. And I can tell you a couple things. One, there is one train on site confirmed. No sign of a second train anywhere. Yeah. I think they had like, is it a blue train and a pink train? I think so. Blue train's still there. Blue train is in the safety break behind the loading station. Uh, with the roll door leading to that safety break uh, seal uh, closed. Yeah. Um, and it appeared that the, the shop, the maintenance shop was pretty much empty, which is, you know, kind of to be expected. However, everything else in the station looked completely ready to like, basically everything looked like it was fine just from my perspective, you know, everything looked about the same as it did when we last wrote it in 2009. So, um, I can say the log flume is definitely done. There's no water in any of it. And there was a couple logs just sitting on the ground in the station. Like in the trough, but on the floor of the trough. Yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure that concrete has a leak somewhere or something. Oh, I'm sure. But also it's like it's gotta be like a swimming pool where like it's meant to have water. So if it doesn't, it's bad for it. You know what I mean? at least for extended periods. Cause I understand like the off season and stuff, but like at a certain point, no water's gotta be damaging just for that concrete, you know? Well, I, I feel like it'd probably be maybe okay. I think I would be probably like pumps cause pumps require constant maintenance. There's probably a lot well, of pumps on that. So just like one pump being broken, it's probably a lot of money. Yeah, so I wouldn't put a whole lot of hope into Desperado. Uh, it's I would say it's confirmed that the log flume is done. But the thing is, I also wouldn't say that Desperado is 
done done. I mean, I guess it, it can't be. It probably can't be confirmed for at least like another six months if they just reopened. Well, here's the thing: that safety lockout tag was from 2019. Oh, okay. But I thought that's maybe the last time there was reports of it testing. <clears throat> or no, it's tested since then. I thought maybe no, no, not. Um, I, I, okay. I was going to say, I don't remember it specifically, but I thought there was a tweet out there <clears throat> saying that someone saw it testing. Yeah. It's definitely possible that it tested since then. It's like, here's the thing. It doesn't really matter when it got locked out. If they test it, then that I would say that's even more hopeful that it's possibly going to reopen. Because mm-hmm. why else would they be testing it ever? You know, maybe it was just a retry. They're like, "Well, we failed 2019. We haven't done anything. Let's just they'll come out for free. Let's just retest it and see what happens." It's kind of like, have you ever, have you ever like not studied for a test in high school and you failed it and then you did a makeup test and you did just as bad on the makeup or on the retake? You're like, well, at least I didn't try. The worst is getting a lower score on the retake. Like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Um it, it wouldn't surprise me if that ride has like hairline fractures all over it or something. Something weird with the foundation. Yeah, I'm sure it's not in good shape. The property itself was not in good shape. Um you know, Prim Prim is a odd area. And the 15 gets crazy backed up there now, too. But I do uh, wish the best of luck to Buffalo Bills. And I hope to see the coaster reopen, but based off of what that lady in the shop told me, because it seemed like she'd been working there for a while. Like since Desperado had operated, mm-hmm. um, that and the stuff in the station, I would say, not super likely. So, uh, yeah, we made our way to California. We hit Magic Mountain. It was really busy, and a whole fuckload of rides were closed. Like yeah, most everything was fucking closed. Aren't all their B&Ms closed right now? Batman was running, but we didn't go on it. Scream, I think, was running, but we didn't go on it. Riddler's was down. Tatsu was running, but we didn't go on it. What did you guys um, uh, what did you guys ride? Here's, here's everything, right? Uh, Ninja, we did row four. It's a good time. That's a good ride. I think it's really underrated. 
Yeah, like I mean, it's definitely the best existing suspended, maybe between that. Yeah, I'd like, agree with that. Between that and uh, actually, Vortex of Canada's Wonderland is pretty good too. That is pretty good. Yeah, I like I like both of those. Um, we did Apocalypse in row ten. It was fucking hauling. A few good pops of airtime. That's good because the last time I rode it, it was so bad. It was slow as shit. There was like no airtime on it. So that's interesting. Good. Well, here's the deal. It was um it was like raining both of our park days in California. Oh, that's probably good for the ride. Yeah, yeah, they didn't have the misters on or anything, so I think that definitely helped. Um, we got on Wonder Ro- Woman, and I was in row seven. So it was lacking airtime in the hills, and um, was lacking laterals in the turns. It was pretty disappointing for a Raptor. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. Um, I mean, was it? I guess it. I mean, it probably is a completely different ride experience than uh than the other ones. I mean, is yeah. there like? I mean, are there like positive G's? Or there, is there anything memorable? Uh, here's what stood out to me. Of course, first drop was great. That was really good. But then, like, basically, it runs. It's like, it's almost, it doesn't run fast enough for being a Raptor. Cause, like, in the transitions, you know how, like, Wonder Woman at Fiesta Texas, it, like, fucking whips you? Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, it, like, ends up doing, like, almost like a BM shuffle type of deal where it, like, jank goes through. Yeah, right. Like, like picture in your head, like there's a very iconic shot of like Batman the ride going through one of the corkscrews. Mm -hmm. And you can see the train like switching angles. Yeah. Like it's being jerked from one angle to another kind of, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, um... It's because those corkscrews are like flat spins. Right. So it's like right. the radius changes, I think. Or it like the radius changes twice, I think. It like, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. So basically the transitions, all the transitions on there have that, at least the high ones, the ones that are at like lower speed, you know? And so instead of like getting like a real whip or airtime or anything, you're kind of just like, oh, I'm like chunk, chunk, and then through the inversion or whatever, you know? Yeah. They probably had to tone it down for those long ass trains. But I think that long ass, it's almost like um, probably rides like a Tivoli with the super long train, like the one at. Uh, <laughs> The one of a Mall of America. I mean, I would like to try it again in either the front or the back. Because obviously, seven's like dead center. Right. 
But you know, on that ride, you just get what you get. I mean, I suppose we could have let people go in front of us, but we're a group of three, so that was a little tricky to try and figure that out. Right, yeah. So, um, you know, not a bad ride, but definitely disappointing with the precedent of uh, Wonder Woman at Fiesta, Texas. So we got on West Coast Racers. Is in row one. Some good airtime, good ride, good hang time. Um, my brother-in-law and my wife rode Justice League Battle for Metropolis. I skipped because I wasn't feeling so hot. Sounds like you got to start taking uh, Dramamine. Yeah, I didn't take any that day. So I was like, oh, I'm going to pass on the screen ride, you know. Um, Then we rode Gold Rusher at night, which was really fun. Um, We had all been puffing a vape that I brought with. So we were all definitely feeling pretty good. Nice. Something about night rides, you know. You're in that bright mindset. Oh, for sure. So then we were like looking at a store, right? And I came upon, because it was holiday in the park still, these like glasses. They looked like the glasses that you normally get like at like Meow Wolf, where it makes the light, like the light refracting ones. Right. Yeah. But I put them on and then I realized these were not just light refractive glasses. They made gingerbread and snowmen appear where the lights were. So I bought three pairs because there's three different kinds. There's gingerbread, snowmen, and snowflakes. And they worked with all the different Christmas lights. And me and my wife and my brother-in-law stood there with these glasses on for about five minutes in the midway just staring at lights going like, Oh my God, look over there. Look at those gingerbread men. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. And it was like one of my favorite recent memories as at a theme park. Yeah, I could imagine that. Yeah. Those glasses are, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about because Cedar point used to sell those. Did, yeah, um, we're all like turning our heads to make them dance and shit. It was so funny. <laughs> oh yeah, was um the Tatsu have those uh those LED lights in the wheels? Not that I saw. Those look fucking cool. Sky Tower was closed. I don't know if that thing's ever gonna open again. Yeah. I mean, probably not. It's probably a pain in the ass to operate. I just really want to ride it. But also, like, it's just an elevator. Yeah, but it's at the top of the mountain. 
No, I, I mean, just like, see the view. Well, right. I mean, like, I was thinking, like, maybe it's a weird maintenance thing, but at the same time, it's like it is just an elevator. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's an elevator, but you know, eh. eh. Yeah, the um, can't win them all. We I've wrote never, the thing. I've the, never what's been in it that. Too. I was just, Wait, I was, what? I was just gonna say the I. It's weird how a lot of those are closed because, like, I've never been in the one in Elitch. Like, I don't think it's been open since like the nineties. Weird. I mean, I've been on the one at Six Legs over Texas. Yeah, and the um, the Kings Island Kings Dominion parks are still going. Haven't been on those ones. I gotta do those. So, um, yeah, that was Magic Mountain Day. It was fun. Good times. We were there pretty much open to close without leaving, which I haven't done at a park in a long time. Like, even leaving, well, you know how the parking lot is there to go to the car. Yeah. That's not a viable option at Magic Mountain. (laughs) Yeah, it's not too close. No, and you can't really like leave the parking lot and forget walking from the park down to that next road. Like, no way. Right. But yeah, it was pretty cool. So the next day we did knots and it was like raining. Like, it was drizzling a little bit on Magic Mountain Day in the morning. Definitely what you would call a rainy day in California, but you know, not terrible. Knott's day was straight up raining like the whole day. But despite that, everybody in Southern California was still there. So So um, crowded with closed rides. Uh, well, the rides weren't, they were closing intermittently due to the weather. Um, so first thing we ended up going for was Jaguar because it was like hour and a half to two plus hours for everything. So we're like, all right, we, we bought fast lanes. Because it was like, all right, let's just cough up the fucking money. Otherwise, this is going to be miserable with the rain and the crowds. So we're like, cool, let's do Jaguar. We go to Jaguar. We all take our own row, which is, that's the trick, apparently. Okay. Jaguar. Yeah. You know, because they're pretty tight seats so you ride in your own row as an adult and that's it's much better uh also they are tearing the fuck out of the fiesta village over there that they're building and uh montezuma's was like there's whole pieces of track just gone now we were getting off of uh jaguar standing there figuring out the next ride to go to and a rides employee comes up and says, Hey, are you Zach? And I say, yeah. 
and turns out he's a listener of the show. So huge shout out to Garrett, who works at Jaguar. Um, yeah, that was cool. Always love to meet a, a listener in the wild, you know. Um, so we did Ghost Ghost Rider, did Back Row, um, great lats, pretty solid. Um, then we did Ghost Rider in the front, fucking great airtime, and also great lats. Um, and then. It, it it still was raining. Um, hang time was down. Accelerator was down. Accelerator is just like closed for the whole day. I'm not sure if it's like closed seasonally right now or what. The paint job looked. It's it's a paint job. Um. So then finally we rode Silver Bullet Row Eight. Um, a lot of that ride is like better every time I ride it. Uh, sorry, which one? Silver Bullet. Oh yeah, it's not bad. I, I mean that first drop is a disappointment, but it's got some good positive G's. I know the like that helix and the last uh, corkscrew are pretty good. Yeah, everything after the loop basically is pretty good. The overbank, cobra roll, zero G, corkscrew, turn, corkscrew, helix, all of that shit's good. It's like, I don't know, I used to think like, shit, this ride's so weak, but it's really just the first drop. Yeah, that first drop is so weird. I wonder why that I wonder why they did that. Yeah, it's definitely odd, but I mean rest of the ride's really cool. Yeah. I like it more every time I ride it. I'll put it that way. <laughs> it's kind of in that sweet spot between old it's like old BM, but when they were trying new stuff. Yeah. It's before they got really swooshy, but like the start of the swooshiness. Yeah. It's also weird how, so, si- how like silent that coaster is. It is. It must be full of sand. Yeah. It's a sand coaster. Hybrid. Um, hey, can we take a bathroom break? Bathroom break. All right, here's a here's a pause for you all to go take a leak and listen to an ad. Ah. Aha, we're back. That was a good one. Hope you hope you enjoyed rocking that piss. Or whatever the fuck you were doing. It was good. Welcome back to your Welcome back to your favorite coaster sucks, Ben. How was that shit? It was great. Uh, uh, seven of ten. Yeah, it wasn't quite like a top two, but feeling good now. Remember that time at Disney California Adventure? Yeah. (laughs) 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 So. 
we made our way back to uh, Vegas just in time for New Year's Eve. And we decided to go try out staying downtown. So we stayed at the historic Hotel Apache in Binion's. And that was fucking okay. Fremont on New Year's is probably the wildest fucking thing I've ever seen. Is it pretty? Is there a lot of people out there? Like it was like elbow to elbow packed people. Good, good mood, though. Good vibes. We saw the Whalers, Julian Marley and the Whalers. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was awesome. And then the drinks hit pretty hard, and uh, Rianne had to get go to sleep pretty early. I mean, the the bartender, we got our first drinks, and the bartender poured us like doubles, and we didn't really have dinner. So I think it's New Year's Eve. It's Vegas. Anyway, we stayed at the uh, the Hotel Apache for a couple days there downtown. <laughs> Downtown's fucking cool. If you go to Vegas, you've been in downtown Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fremont Street Experience. Um, the El Cortez has fucking coin slots, man. What do you mean? It's like you put coins in and it gives you coins when you win. Oh, I gotcha. And <laughs> oh, it's it. It's really cool, dude. Like I won eighty like bucks on one machine. of them. Yeah. Yeah, and back the, with the like slots. A, back with like a bucket of coin, like a bucket of quarters. Yeah, yeah. Except now they don't have quarters. It's they got dollar coins. Ah, uh, yeah. But it's like it's cool because there's one bank of machines basically at the El Cortez, and. uh they're all dollar machines, dollar coins, but the max bet one pay line is two bucks. Like I got it. I hit 80 bucks on one of them at one point. And then um, we saw a lady get a hand pay on one. What do you mean a hand pay? Um, Like if you win above usually 1200 bucks. Oh, gotcha. An attendant has to come pay you, especially on a coin, because the coins don't have the fucking ticket in, ticket out. Oh, and as it as as, if 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 it wasn't already pretty clear from this whole thing, apparently, um, much like you're an elevator enthusiast, I found out I'm a gaming enthusiast. Like what kind of gaming? Um, pr- primarily slots, but I'm looking into giving video poker a try. I think the payouts are better. Yeah. So we stayed a couple of days uh, with my mother-in-law and we were going to come back to Chicago, but then wouldn't you know it? I got an email from New York, New York, that we could stay a week 
for about 200 bucks. So we decided we'd stay a week. Yeah, that's cool. Did you uh, ride the coaster? No. Have you been I on? I wanted to. Have you been on with the new trains? No. Haven't been on since uh, since my wedding. I wanted to, um, but like the couple of times we had an opportunity to, Rianne wasn't feeling up for it, yeah. and I didn't really want to go by myself, you know, for twenty bucks or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, nah, eh. it's not a huge deal. I got the credit. It's not a new credit with a new train just to be clear <laughs> um but we did we did see the new Cirque show at New York New York that replaced Zumanity which I had seen um called Mad Apple which was really fun Mad Apple you ever seen a shirt yeah you ever seen any of the Cirque shows no Dude, really? There's a lot I haven't seen. I've never, like, I don't dislike live entertainment, but it's just never been a a thing for me. Well, you really should. Not necessarily just Cirque, but yeah, live entertainment. I saw Do it, man. Love at First Fright, though. <laughs> And it was lovely. Um, let's see. Do we do anything else of note? Um, yeah, more gaming. Um, stopped at every casino on the strip and left some money all over the place. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We're trying to plan another one back to Vegas because we got players club cards everywhere and we got mailers coming in now. So hopefully comp nights. Send us some comp nights. Yeah, I suppose it's one of those things where if you play into that long enough, it's um, it's like genius marketing towards a lot of people that are probably like legitimate gambling addicts, like they're just trying to, they're just trying to throw out fish hooks to get you back. Oh yeah. Whereas like I enjoy gaming, but I don't have a big budget for it. I try to be as efficient as possible though, for getting comps. Yeah. It's like, come on, bet your house. That forty k right, you like save for, this forty k you save for your kid's college. Fuck it. Video poker. They're like your kid's not going to college. You know that. <laughs> that they they they'll do cash advances as at the cashier there, dude, or not even at the cashier at the fucking ATMs. Yeah, I accidentally did one once. <laughs> 
damn i thought i was doing a regular i thought i was doing a regular withdrawal and uh yeah i did a cash advance on like a shitty credit card with a high interest rate oh shit i mean it wasn't that bad i just paid it off but the fee was still like i think it was only for 60 bucks too i like tried taking out 60 bucks but it ended up being a cash advance and i think it was still like a 25 dollar fee Plus, there's like an ATM fee. Mm-hmm. In Vegas, it's like ten bucks, almost everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it sounds about right. Hey, but when you're drunk, right? Or you're like gaming really hard, and you're like losing, and you're like, I just gotta bet more. Yeah. I'll win it back. I mean, I'm sure there's probably like lots of people like that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I feel like gambling is a pretty big issue. That's why I like, like Vegas is just a facade to like funnel gambling addicts from the rest of the country. They're like, Hey, it's for families, but we know what you're going to do when your wife and kids go to bed. You're going to bet that car. I mean, I feel like Vegas is kind of like trying to reinvent itself, though, for like our generation. Yeah, because they know like this, the past generation is very sad. Rascals and oxygen tanks. People chain smoking their retirement away. That's what I'm saying. Like Park MGM, formerly Monte Carlo, that's that's the first smoke free property on the strip. Yeah, actually, it's probably going to go that way pretty quick. Like I could see them going smoke free. Like within the next few years and then. There'll only be a couple like smokers resorts left. I feel like casinos will basically make it because they already a bunch of them already have like non-smoking areas on the floor. I feel like they'll probably just flip it and make like certain areas smoking areas. Like on the casino floor, it'll still be indoors. So you could still sit at a slot machine and smoke a cigarette, but it'll only be in like one particular gaming section. And I, I always find the smoking law really hilarious how it's still, it basically only applies to casinos. And the, and the mentality behind that is like if people have to get up and break from their habit while they're gambling, we're going to make less money. Yep. That's exactly it. <laughs> Especially because in Vegas, those um, casinos on the strip are the huge ones with the confusing layouts. Mm-hmm. So like if you have to walk all the way outside to go smoke a cigarette, you're never coming back in. Yeah. <clears throat> B 
But yeah, dude, uh, it also, it got me thinking a lot about how we need to do a, a meetup in Vegas at some point. Yeah, it'd be fun. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe 2024 or something. Yeah. Or like over the winter. I don't know. Even if it's a smaller one. Yeah. Cause I mean, granted there's not a huge amount of actual coasters there. Um, but if you're over 21, there's plenty of shit to do. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll try and uh, arrange for that. Let's let's call it maybe tentatively like February twenty four. Sounds good. It's just over a year away. Yeah, I mean we got two coming up this year, and. Just so we're clear on that, everybody, we won't be adding any more to the schedule in 2023. We're going to try out two. And yeah, maybe that'll be like an off-season one we can do. Now, the question is, where, where, where would be the best strip hotel for us to have a meetup, because I think getting a room block would be the best way to go. I don't know. Probably can't go wrong. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I, like, I feel like maybe Excalibur. Or just New York, New York, because there's a roller coaster there. That could work, too. Stay in one of the towers. Hey, do you remember what floor you stayed on with John for the wedding? I don't remember what floor, but uh, I mean, it was basically at the at the lift hill of the coaster. At the top or how far or like what? How high up? Um, I couldn't tell you. Maybe like. We were basically like at the top height of the roller coaster, maybe a little. Above okay, it. that's what I thought. You were like twentieth floor or something. Yeah. Because we had one room on the fourth floor that I got as a comp night, and we we had booked a whole you know week there, but it was booked as one comp night plus the rest of the week, and they called me all rude. The next day after the comp night, like, when are you checking out? I'm like, uh, on Friday. They're like, do you, are you extending your reservation? So I get into this whole thing. I had to go down there and they sent us up to the 19th floor instead of the shitty <laughs> room we were in on the fourth floor, which had been just renovated, like within the past two months. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, dude. And, uh, our view was about equal with the top of the lift hill, just slightly under it. And I was trying to remember that room you guys had for the wedding. 
it was it was very similar to the one we were in. I think just probably, you know, down the floor. Yeah, it's probably like mid twenties. I have a I I could probably find a picture. But yeah, I, I just remember it was like right at the height of the lift hill. And that trip was good. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I mean, you know, being there during COVID, it was like weird and like dead. It's a weird time. It was, but it still was like, it was like an odd time, but it was like everyone that was there was a hundred percent Vegas, you know, Mm -hmm. like so on board for being there. Like, I remember, I don't know, we are all hanging out going pretty hard in the suite. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think doing, doing a meetup there would be fun. Get a room block. I bet we could arrange ERT too. Yeah, probably. Well, we could just do a like a fake marriage. Right? <laughs> what um what's your next thing? Your next trip? Um I honestly have nothing scheduled until the Northern California meetup. Nice. Other than, you know, we're doing the great six flags, great America meetup here in June. Might try to get back to Vegas. Seeing as the mother-in-law is out there. Yeah, I think the next coaster I'll ride is probably going to be primordial. If that if that opens this year, I think it. I think it's supposed to. Is it? Yeah, I think. I don't know. They've been, they've been building it for like ten years now. I know it's been forever. So, um. A couple things happened while we were away. Oh, 2023. Yeah. It's also open this year. Oh, nice. Well, hopefully that does happen and you get on there. Now, um... Did you see Cedar Point tweet about Dragster? Yeah, I did with their uh, the baby I'm ready to go song. So phallic. Such a phallic tweet. That video. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it sounds like. I don't know. I believe the rumors probably a three car train limb launch. I don't know. Retheme of the area.
Now, it's going to be Dragster's 23rd birthday this year, or 20th. Isn't that kind of funny? Yeah. I also, before I forget, I also saw a tweet that was, or uh, I think it was on Reddit, maybe. And it was like, more time has passed between, or no, Raging Bull is older than the park was old when they built Raging Bull. I hate you. (laughs) And I hate everybody. (laughs) And everything. And shut the fuck up. (laughs) Seriously, I hate that, though. Make it stop. Oh, time. Fickle mistress. So here was some big shit that happened. Universal announced they're going to have a new park in Texas and a new uh, haunt horror experience in Vegas. That sounds cool. What, um, I feel like Texas needs more parks. I mean, they have the population and the climate. Yeah, I mean, Coda Land's going to open eventually, hopefully. Yeah. Also amazing to see Universal planting a flag in Texas because, like, I kind of would have thought Disney would have done that first, but guess not. Yeah, Disney could go to Texas, too. I mean, they still could. Yeah. Wasn't that a thing? Wasn't that like a, like a, one of those like anti-woke Florida things where they're like, or were like Texas invited Disney to move to Texas or something? No, that was during COVID and it was like all the companies were moving from California to Texas. So it was like Disneyland's going to move to Texas. Excuse me. Well, it'll be interesting to see those. I'm especially excited about um, the year-round Halloween Horror Nights Park in Vegas. Yeah, it seemed... And, well, I was just going to say, too... Oh, so it's year-round? Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be at the same complex, Area 15, yeah. that currently has um, Meow Wolf's Omega Mart. Okay. I was going to say, though, like, I'm surprised Universal hasn't expanded their uh, Halloween Horror Nights because they could open up like a few individual houses. Like they could probably put one in like Chicago or Los Angeles or something. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool if they had like a pop up Horror Nights experience. But I think this will be more of a permanent fixture, like almost like a park. From the renderings I saw, it looks like basically it'll be like eight to ten areas for scares, um, for mazes mm-hmm. that can be changed out. 
Okay, so it's going to be like multiple multiple mazes. Yeah, I think it's going to be basically like if you put just Halloween Horror Nights with sans any rides or anything, just made a park just for Horror Nights. Which I think is a great idea in Vegas. Being like pretty much right off the strip. I was thinking about it too. It's surprising to me that there's not a theme park in Vegas. I mean, I know there's the the, uh, Adventure Dome, but I mean like a big, big one. Yeah, there's got to be a reason why it doesn't work there. Maybe it's I just mean, maybe it's like um like the mo- the people who would go the most would be locals and locals would probably just go to like California. I don't know. Could be that, but I mean, think about it. It's Nevada. All you'd have to do is buy up some of that cheap ass land that's currently like where they filmed the Roadrunner. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like thirty minutes away from the strip. And then just offer a free shuttle from the strip. Yeah. Like a free shuttle if you buy a park admission, you know? Because there was tons of families when we were there. Like with strollers and shit. Little kids. Which is so awkward sometimes in Vegas. Right. Well, yeah, I wonder. I'm. We were talking about it before, but I. It's going to be interesting to see that like transition and decline of the gambling culture. I mean, I think it's always going to be there, but it's definitely like sports betting. Holy shit. That is so much everywhere in Vegas now. Oh, I bet. Every place has some sort of sports book. I wonder where you could I wonder where the McCamey Manor had their betting location. Oh yeah. That was so, that's so that's so creepy. That guy like I don't know, I'm sure we brought it up before, but there was a haunted house in San Francisco that slowly spiraled into just like a, like a kidnapping, like simulation, a abuse simulation. What was funny was like, it was a house and then it was like a house for small groups. And then it was a house where just like one person would go in. But then it was, there's was, then the haunted house wasn't even there. And it was literally just like a kidnapping thing with like six kidnappers and then you'd sign up and have like a weekend of kidnapping. Um, and then they would like waterboard you and like shove gross food in your mouth and stuff. Fucking torture fantasy camp. Yeah. And they would live stream it, the whole thing to a group in Vegas. And then I guess people would like either they would like bet on stuff like, oh, make her eat the caviar. I'm going to bet that she's not going to puke or I don't know. How 
How do you, but how would an odds maker make odds for that? That's what I don't get. Yeah. I don't know how those bets would be organ like laid out like that. I mean, cause anything like that, they're going to need an odds maker to make the odds. And it's like, Oh, I don't know. <laughs> do you know her? Do you know if what her stomach's like? <laughs> Oh man. So um we're talking a bit about Disney and uh Splash Mountain's fucking closed now. Yeah, I saw that. Well, I should clarify, one of them is closed now. People I saw like a post about somebody selling the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. I mean, if people sell their bath water, suppose Splash Mountain's close second. You know, that's a good idea. Combine the two and we can sell like Br'er Rabbit bath water. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the videos of like the last rides or whatever. Um I just I just laugh whenever I go into the comments about the retheme. And it's just all like woke Disney Democrats Biden. Right, because Biden had something to do with Splash Mountain. <laughs> you know it was <laughs> Have you heard about the whole uh, the whole woke woke M and M's? Yes. Oh my god! And then like Tucker Carlson had like a twenty minute bit about it. Oh my god! It's so funny. You ever just think, is this the real world? <laughs> Why not just stop buying the M&Ms? Like, it, if anything, it, it tells you so much about Fox Fox News demographic of people who, like, just can't put down M&Ms. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just put... Well, them, and here's the other thing. You can't just stop eating. Obviously, M&Ms is not a fucking sponsor of theirs. <laughs> Uh, Disney dropped some other news. They're allowing park hopping after two without reservations for pass holders at Disney World and no more hotel parking fees at Disney World. Sweet. So the park hopping for no reason. Okay, so you still have to have a park hopper, but you just don't have to reserve like when you go in. So like up until now it's had to be like you had to have a reservation and start your day at the park where your reservation was to park hop. Mm -hmm. But now they're making it that after the park hopping time, 2 PM, you can go in without a reservation basically Okay. for pass holders. There might've been other stuff I missed. I don't know. 
I don't have a fucking AP, so I don't keep up to date on every single thing. Don't hate me. Um, I put it out to the Discord. If anyone had any questions, and we got two. So you ready for some questions? I am. Uh, good. Uh, Stein, Steen, Stein, I, they asked, what are some of the wildest things you've seen at a park, whether it be from staff or guests? Shit. There's so many, but I can't think of any now. Kids go into the bathroom at the direction of their parents. Wait, what? Like in the queue line. Oh. And like a kid just takes a piss. (laughs) You've never seen that? No. I think I've seen it twice. (laughs) Like just on the ground? Uh, Usually like, like it's Superman at Great America. Like in that queue block where there's like some grass and trees. Yeah. Just like peeing into the grass. <laughs> and I think maybe at Disney World, same type of thing. Yeah, Disney, I mean, that makes sense at Disney. That doesn't surprise me. Probably that. Um, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, um, I don't know what's something I'm trying to think of something crazy that's happened when we've both been at a park. Oh, when we've both been there. Yeah. Um, like a funny story. Well, like those people that like cried about not getting the last row on Raging Bull. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That like our buddy just like he really wanted to fuck with those people. <laughs> yeah. And our our system was pretty good. Um, we figured it out. I forgot what we did. We like put. Oh, I don't remember. That's such a dick move. I think I think what we did was like the, we we had six of us in the last row, and then the gate would open. Like we, the gate would open, but only like two of us would go in. You know, you'd like stand halfway as if you were boarding and then as the gates were closing, you'd quick like run to the back, like back through the, you know, back through the air gate. And I remember like the first time it happened, she was just like, nice going guys. And then they were all pissed. And then um, 
What was funny though too is like row six, seven, and eight also had like three or four people, so they got this. They had to sit in the middle. <laughs> oh, and it was it was closing day. That's what it was. That's why it was a big deal because like we were like, well, they're gonna care extra hard about having the last ride in the back on closing day, and then so for closing day they got like stuck in the middle row. <laughs> yeah, what a dick move. <laughs> It is a funny story, but it's also a total dick move. Yeah. Well, there was like... And we were just there was, fucking kids. We're like, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, and there was like a group of three of them. Because there was um, Big Boo. Yeah, and Cheeto Cunt. Yeah. Whack-a-mole. Remember when we saw Big Boo? I think it was in that video from like 2012 where we were like walking past her and she like shouted. Hey! <laughs> but it was just like, it kind of sounded like a dog barking. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I sure do. I was going to look, were there any, uh, um, would you rathers? There are not. I don't think. Let me check. There might be. I don't think so though. Um, Oh, here we go. Would you rather have G GCI and BNM go bankrupt or have Intamin and SNS go bankrupt. Um, I'll just say BNM and GCI because their rides are okay. We have it. I guess Intamin and SNS for me because they don't build a whole lot of stuff anymore. It uh, seems like Intamin's reputation, though, is getting better. That's true. And Vacoma. Yeah, Vacoma's turned that shit around. Um, SNS, though, they can't... <clears throat> I mean, they can't get anything right. No, not since the 40 free spins. <laughs> Would you rather spend a day with Bybee or his beard? Um, I don't know. Probably Bybee. Bybee, definitely. Well, thanks for sending those would you rather's in uh, Lance and Brandon. Um, here's another question we got: ribs and bacon. Our buddy, he asks, "Is Ace a cult?" He says, "I've been reading up on Scientology a lot, and there's a lot of common aspects, especially the treatment of people who question things happening." 
It's a good observation. I mean, it's, I think it's more of just kind of like a, it's kind of like a high school click. Ace for like Ace formed itself. All these people that, you know, were there from the beginning are still in it and they don't want change. So it's kind of like a, it's like a mean girls club. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a classic, like old friends group. But instead of something like a podcast where it is what it is, it is a giant organization that claims itself to be, you know, like a public, public facing like organization. Honestly, like, I don't even know what, I don't know. I mean, we, we've talked so much shit about it before. But yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot of new ground to cover here. Although I will say this, I've been getting some um, messages from people curious about the museum. (laughs) And I, I think I'll just, I'll let it stand as this. Um, Watch the video on our YouTube channel about the museum. All the information's there. And the longer it's been (laughs) since that video's been uploaded that they haven't opened, the funnier it gets. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was thinking about doing an update, and I was like, no, it's it's funnier to just leave it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So check out that video. It'll be linked in the episode description, if I remember. And also, listen back to our episodes with Sean Flaherty. Um, he was uh, he was on the executive committee or close in ACE in the early 2000s when the museum was formally started around that time um, within ACE. It's now a separate organization. Okay, that makes sense. Easier for the books. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of info, but I think they they don't, that friends group certainly does not like me, and that's okay. (laughs) Boo-hoo. Yeah, I mean, it's just coasters. It's not even coasters. It's a very, very specific set of people. Just open it and people will shut up. Yep. Well, I think the other thing really too at large is like transparency, which both Ace and the museum lack completely. Yeah, I mean, I guess it'd be nice to know like what's going on day to day. Yeah, I mean, they've collected a lot in donations and for a place that has 
always been opening soon. You think they could give more detail than just, oh, we're working on it. Mm -hmm. But instead, they choose the, oh, you're criticizing us? Block. That's their their method. So um I will say if they ever do open, I'll pay I'll happily pay a ticket price to go in. I'll even buy a t shirt. <laughs> I'll buy a beer. Yeah, they got t shirts for sale right now. Yeah, see, that's like not, I don't know. It's not like, it's literally a a warehouse with shit in it. Like, what exactly do you have to work on? Wouldn't it be funny if they were given the land or the building, but they didn't look into like a zoning or codes or whatever, so they're like just not able to open it? They, it could be. They didn't tell anybody. It's not zoned for commercial use. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 we're nonprofit. They're like, yeah, that's still commercial. <laughs> They're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like two years from now, they'll be like, all right, we're we have to move locations. It's back to the trunk of Tim's car. <laughs> They've got cool stuff in there. I mean, I don't know. That's why I'm saying if the fucking place opens, I'll gladly pay a ticket price to go in and see it. <clears throat> Until then... Is there any chance I can get you to just hang up a poster in your garage so we can open it up as the International Roller Coaster Museum? I know. It might have to be the. It might have to be the. Uh, yeah, I just need some pamphlets, a table, the swivel chair. Just put a desk in your garage and a poster of a roller coaster or a poster map of a park. And then you just say, yeah, this is the actual desk from the International Roller Coaster Museum. (laughs) I like it. The shed. So the shed is going to be um, multi-use in the this summer. That's what I'm saying. We can it's gonna be, figure out how to acquire a wheel or something. <laughs> it might also be a sex room. Well, you know the fucking roller coaster museum already is. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you think anybody's like fucked on those on like the cars or whatever they have in there? I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer your question with a question. How could they not have? <laughs> True. 
say you've got a big fucking warehouse full of old coaster shit and the big bad wolf car. It's like a. You see where I'm going. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a scene also from uh, my strange addiction. Well, yeah, the one thousand one Knox lady was definitely in there. That's why it's not opening. They have to keep updating their security system because she keeps breaking in. They're like, it's not here. (laughs) Ma'am, this is a Denny's. (laughs) What the fuck is up, Denny's? God, if we could live podcast from a Denny's. That'd be fun. That'd be amazing. Because like Denny's is a classic, especially the one in Gurney. Nothing like Denny's. God, fucking Denny's. We'll try that sometime, maybe. We're going to have to figure out some way to pull off something for Northern California. Like a Denny's? Possibly a Denny's. That could work, though. Oh, I'm picturing it now. It works in my mind. Oh, I forgot when we were in Branson, we almost went to uh, Paula Dean's kitchen. I hear you can taste the racism right in the food there. It's in the butter. The hates and so I've heard the hates and the butter. Stick it in the butter. Yeah, the um. What did you end up going to Dolly Parton's Dixie Stampede instead? No, we went to that crazy Al's whatever crazy Ike's treehouse. Where you got a free shot? Yeah. It's an interesting spot. I mean, I'm going to say I didn't even know that there was a place in Branson that had alcohol. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess now that I think about it, I assumed it would all be dry. But we had um, actually, no, that's the only place we ate. Um, <laughs> so I had Ruger with me and we were in that like big chateau resort, whatever the hell it was called. And uh I was like taking Ruger out and we were walking through the lobby and he and he like started shitting like in the doorway. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Your dog, man. He's like, can you time my walks better? <laughs> well, I think it was confusing because the inside it was like a whole landscaped area with like trees and a waterfall and like stuff like that so i think he was probably just like confused he didn't realize you know we're inside 
Aw, you poor dog. <laughs> Although that's pretty funny, just... You're, like, walking along, and he's just shitting uncontrollably behind you. Well, it wasn't like a... Uncon- it was like a it was like a drop, like a, like a single turd. <laughs> I was like, come on, no, no, no. I was also, well, I was also just really paranoid because they had, um, they had, um, I only said we had one dog and we had two dogs and they had a weight limit of like 45 pounds and, uh, Ruger's like 63 pounds, but he doesn't look, he doesn't, oh, damn. he doesn't look that big. Um, so I was just like, fuck, I don't want to like get kicked out of this hotel. Plus the, um, plus, uh, Margot, she was like barking. The hotel called us and they were like, Hey, are you in your room? Like we're getting complaints about a dog barking in your room. I was like, uh, yeah, we'll be right there. And then, so we, we walk into the hotel and there's like six people at the front desk complaining about a dog barking. Smooth. Yeah. Well, it sounds like uh, you're enjoying your dog adventure. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing good. <laughs> Hated the car, but. Oh, no shitting in the car this time. Well, that's good. What other coaster shit? Yeah. What other coaster shit's going on? Like, do you ever, um, do you ever watch theme park predictions? No. Oh. I get a kick out of it. When I'm like really high, I'll watch that late at night. Now, the stuff he makes is pretty like he makes really good no limits coasters, but the uh, the premise of the videos are always pretty amusing though. It's like it's like so here's what we know about top. It's like here's what we know about Cedar Point. It's like they have a limited amount of land, and we know that Tony Clark said that he was wanted to expand the theme park and build more family attractions. So this can only mean three things. A rethemed midway of dra- me or a rethemed dragster midway, two new kitty rides. But I think the most likely scenario will be a 500 foot BM 4D coaster. And then he like builds like a recreation of it, like where it would go. It's just so funny because they're like so off the wall. <laughs> That's fucking funny. I'll have to check it out because that sounds amusing. I don't think much else is going on. It's the off season and it is very much the off season. Um, Bob Iger, I guess is, I don't know. There's some article. <coughs> I forgot what it said. It was kind of funny. It was like, Bob Iger is walking around the park. This means that he's not aware of the state of the park or something. 
Yeah, okay, Disney fans. Which also, like, so if I get this straight, basically Bob Iger put all this, all these plans into motion. Then Chapik took over. The plans became executed. Bob Iger's plans then were executed under Chapik. He was like painted as the villain. Then they fired him. And then Bob Iger came back to the park. That was, he basically left it as, or as intended. Pretty much, yeah. So they basically just hired a guy to be like a punching bag for two years and walk away with, was it like $200 million or something? Some, some in that area. Yeah, that's a sweet job. It is. You just got to be the fall guy. Because now he can go be fucking president anywhere. Yeah. At any one of those shit dick companies. Did you hear the um, WTF podcast episode with the Abigail Disney? Yeah, dude, that was amazing. Yeah, that was a good one. I was I was uh, just really surprised by some of the stuff she said, but she seemed incredibly uh, grounded mm-hmm. for someone of her background. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool when people get out of that stuff, especially these like legacy family, like wealth, you know, entities. Um like the kind of like that Will and or Harry and Kate or whatever, whatever their names are, leaving the royal family. Yeah, whoever they are, I I've heard about that. I haven't watched it though. Basically, the 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 quick summary is. Is it, I don't, is it Kate? I don't remember the fucker, whatever the hell her name is. Anyway, so she's, so she's like half black and Henry, obviously there was a royal wedding and basically the royal family rejected her because the royal family didn't want like a black woman in the, in the family. Cause it like, (coughs) it like, you know, soiled the DNA or whatever. Lovely. So they did a bunch of like gaslighting and basically kicked them out of the family or kicked them to the point where they left. It's a lot of wow. It's a lot of drama. Wow. Sounds like some old money bullshit to me. Yeah. So what the fuck else has been up, man? We're we're loading this one chock full of content just just for you guys. Hmm. Um I might uh I might buy a sewing machine. I think I might get into making clothes. Nice. Might be sewing's the, awesome. Might be the gayest thing. 
It's like I finally no. I finally found my gauging uh thing. It's gonna be making clothes. Sewing's not gay. <laughs> Basically, I can't not- I'm sick of not finding jackets that fit me. And I was like, well, I could buy a sewing machine and I could try to make my own stuff. So we'll see what happens. Well, I hope it goes well. I mean, it'll take a little practice, but you'll get it, dude. Sewing's legit. Start a gay clothing line. Gay clothes. <laughs> Ben's gay clothes. <laughs> Just put like bare print paws on things. I, I got to say there's too many. I know too many gay guys that. They claim themselves to be like entrepreneurs, but they just have like an Etsy shop of like bare print T-shirts and underwear. It's kind of cringy. I'm not going to be that guy. Bend bare clothes. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, it's good to be back doing this again. Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, it was nice to have a break, though. Yeah, for sure. There's just um, time to relax. I haven't worked out in like five weeks and I feel like shit. Ooh, I haven't worked out in probably about two months. God damn it. Winter sucks for that, though. Yeah. Yeah, I need to get skiing again. It's already February. Holy shit, it is almost February. God. All right, well, um, shit. You got anything else for this one, Ben? Uh, not till next week. All right. All right, well, then, fucking, let's wrap the motherfucker up. We're coming in in two hours. That seems like a good... First episode back. Sounds good. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, I'll say this. Join our discord. That's I think that's the the, the main thing I want to get at now. Uh, fuck social media. You can call us or email. All that info is in the in episode description. But our discords where all the activity is at join that it's always active even if the show is not happening there's a lot of good talk in there over the break including ben posting some saucy pictures from mexico i forgot about that i i i i was drunk on a boat i'm on a boat um there's an old reference for you so 
join the Discord. It's fun. Um, sign up on Patreon. Even though we took a month off, we're back. We're here. We're rocking. We're going to do a Patreon call, but it's probably too late to join it for this month If you're by the time you're hearing this. Not sorry. Join the next one. <laughs> um, thanks to all of our patrons. They are the best. And they make the YFCS world go round. Do we have anything else, Ben? Uh, no, I'm all good. All right, for sure. Uh, well, thanks a bunch for listening, everybody. Um, thanks for joining us again here in 2023. And we're looking forward to sharing a lot of fun and funny moments and, um, two fucking meetups with you this year. So come on out. Six Flags Great America in June. California's Great America in September. That's right. That's right. And, uh, yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks a bunch for listening. Until next time. Your, your favorite, favorite coaster, coaster sucks. Sucks. sucks.